Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by one of our newest and favorite sponsors, and that is Photo IQ. Photo IQ offers digital photography online courses like none other of its kind. Okay, it's explained simply, concisely. There's no jargon, no overcomplications, and there are lessons for from beginner to intermediate photographer from ages 13 and up. It's the only digital photography course of its kind that offers online um, quizzes, personal feedback. You get to upload your your homework, and it'll help you build your own portfolio. It's going to be more in depth than anything you've probably taken in high school, and even if you took some like freshman level courses in college. Okay, and you can do this all socially distance from home you know we're all stuck in our houses under these uh lockdown restrictions and you know some of your schools aren't open well this is a great way to learn a new skill maybe develop an alternate source of income and get that side gig starting to sort of free yourself up so what i need you to do is go to photoiq.co and use the promo code fiction to get you 10% off. He offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. You got nothing to lose. So ditch those pathetic sunset pictures you guys have been taking. Go to photoiq.co, use promo code FICTION, and start learning how to take anything from camera basics, still life, food, landscapes, portraits, black and white, action photos, everything that you could possibly imagine. He's got a course for it. It's going to be better than anything you can find on YouTube. So go to photoiq.co and use promo code FICTION. All right, let's get on with the show. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceilings does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new post-election 2020 episode of Peddling Fiction. I, of course, am your host, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. How's everybody doing today? It is Friday morning. I did not record on Thursday, but I thought I would give uh, a little bit of an election recap, reaction, post-mortem kind of thing, just because we've had a, uh, a pretty wild ride here. And we don't, we still don't even know what the results are, but it's looking like the, the, the Trump rally that was election night has fizzled, and Biden has now taken, let's see, he's got Philly now, or uh, yeah, he's got Pennsylvania, and he's got Georgia, and even now, what what's worse than all of that is it looks like the Senate is is up for grabs now. They're having a two runoff um, two runoff elections for the Senate in Georgia, so the Republicans might not even hold the Senate at this point. And it has been a very wild ride. 
I have a lot of thoughts and reactions to go over, so I thought I would do that today. I don't know how long I'll go. I have a friend of mine coming in in a couple hours from Chicago. We're gonna go. We're going to. We're going back to Sayulita for the night, just because there's. Uh, we're we're still closing down early. Uh, everything shuts down here at eight thirty in PV. So I, I told him, you know, we should probably go to Sayulita for the weekend, and then next Friday everything here is supposed to open up again. So I don't know what the fucking point of this whole thing was, but um, that's where we are right now. And I am in theory, supposed to potentially hop on to a live stream that we're doing in the private Facebook group. So if you're not in the private Facebook group now, and literally thousands of you aren't, I, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's a, it's a free group to join. You can you know, talk to other people in the podcast. Sometimes I hop in there and comment on things. And events like tonight, we're, we're setting up a, a live stream to talk about the election and things like that. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Central Time, so just hop onto Facebook, find the private Facebook group. I don't know how to do it, but it shouldn't be too hard for anybody who's less uh, technologically illiterate than me. You you still should be able to figure it out. Now, that's going to be, like I said, at 7 o'clock. I have no idea what sort of condition I'm going to be in at that point, so <laughs> um, we'll see what happens, but if I can, I will hop hop on on my phone or something uh, i don't know exactly where i'll be somewhere in sayulita at a bar or on the beach or whatever maybe i'll get to chat with some of you guys i think that'd be a lot of fun if it was any other day i would just i would just make sure i could clear my schedule to do it but i got the i got my buddy coming in from out of town and i just i felt like his first night here i i shouldn't just be ignoring him and having him sit around all night so um, hopefully I can, uh, maintain myself till, till at least seven o'clock so that you guys don't get a, a drunken idiot on the, uh, on the live stream, but it, it'll be a lot of fun regardless, even if I'm not there. Well, I guess, you know, if some of you guys listen to this before then we can go over some of the things that I talk about and yeah, it should be a good time. So join the private Facebook group already. I don't know what so many people are waiting for, but anyway, the, um, <laughs> This election turned out to be exactly as I predicted it to be a couple months ago when they were talking about how they were going to do mail-in ballots and everything like that. Now, I got the prediction wrong. In theory, I thought, you know, Trump was going to come away with this, and it looked like he had it. So, I mean, there has been some shenanigans going on for sure. But, I mean, even if you go way back to the primaries, I never thought Biden would get the nomination. So I've, I've been uh, pretty off on this one, I guess. Um, never, you know, never underestimate the, the power of the establishment to, to get their guy in there. You know, they stole that election. They stole that nomination from Bernie Sanders to get Joe Biden in there, which I thought was the dumbest move ever. And it looked like it was going to really blow up in their face on election night if it weren't for some mysterious hundreds of thousands of ballots all going for Biden that just appeared in Wisconsin and uh, uh, Michigan. And there were some other really weird things that happened on election night that just really make you wonder what's going on here. Like when they called Arizona super early, super early on, but they would never call any of the clear 
Trump, they didn't call Florida for like hours, even though he had a commanding lead and like 95% of the vote in, and it was Florida. And that, you know, that made it look like Biden had this commanding lead all night long in delegates. Whereas if, if they would have just called places like uh, Texas and, and Florida for Trump when they knew beyond a reasonable doubt that they were going his way, uh, it would have looked like Trump actually was leading in electoral votes for the entire night. And then when things really started to to ramp up, at, you know, right around like eight o'clock, something like that, um, and, it, and it looked like he had this whole thing in the bag, it would have been even more suspicious for all of a sudden these mail-in ballots going uh, to swing every state that Biden needed. Now, I know, and I was expecting like I talked about on the show, Trump to have a really strong showing day of in personal voting count. I think everybody was expecting that. And then as the mail-in ballots would come in, you'd start to see those leads shrink and maybe things would go Biden's way. So there's nothing on its face suspicious about that. But at four o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, whenever it was, and you get 138,000 ballots that 100% of them are Biden ballots. I mean, that's, that's, first of all, statistically impossible, right? Just the fact that there wasn't one ballot in there that somebody filled out wrong or something like that. It's just, it's absolutely impossible. Now, I've heard somebody told me that they they sort the ballots by candidate and they put them in batches and then they count the batches. I don't I never heard that, but I don't understand. I mean, are the ballot? I don't even know how these mail-in ballots look because I haven't voted in 18 years. But what is the candidate like on the front? You check the box for the candidate, so it just says like uh, Biden or Trump on the front of it. If that's the case, why why bother um, sorting them and then counting them? Why don't you count them as you sort them? So like you would know that this batch is for Biden and and how many is in it. Why why would you have to count it after you sort it? But Anyway, um, highly suspicious that um, those kinds of things happen. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I have no reason to trust these elections in the first place. I don't think anybody should trust government farther than you can throw them. And our government is the biggest, heaviest fucking government on the face of the earth. So we shouldn't trust these at all. A- any year, any year you shouldn't trust these. Uh, this one in particular, there's just a lot of weird stuff going on. And if you think back to the fact that the Democrats were willing to steal the nomination from Bernie Sanders to force in Biden, they've, uh, you know, ran with the whole Russia collusion thing. They spied on Trump's campaign. They tried to impeach him, a deep state coup, all of this stuff to just write off the idea that there would be some voter fraud shenanigans going on to try to steal this from Trump is highly naive. I mean, that's that's burying your head in the sand deeper than anybody has ever before, right? It's like, um, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's like, believe it, the reason I believe in... Um, in aliens is not because I, I've seen them or anything like that, but I, I can look in the sky and I can see billions of other stars, just like the one you know I watch every day. And it would just be highly you know naive to think that there isn't at least some other life form out there. And, and in the same sort of way, to look at all the government corruption 
uh, just how fucking skeezy these people are. We all know that po- we all even say dirt- politics is a dirty game, right? It's not like all of that dirt and all of that corruption and that skeeziness goes away for the presidential election, right? So it would just be highly naive to think that there weren't some shenanigans going on. And, it, it, you know, it's not even necessarily from the Democrats. Who knows who's coming at Trump? It's not like he has all this establishment support either. It could be, you know, somebody from the establishment right or somebody from the deep state. You never know. You never know. But one thing is for sure, even if, you know, he's challenging all these states. So Biden, uh, it looks like he's got a, a lead now. So Trump's like 600,000 vote lead in uh, Pennsylvania is gone. His lead in Georgia is gone, and I think Biden's up by like a little over a thousand votes. So they're going to do a recount in all of these Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, I think, Wisconsin. All these things are going to get recounted. But I mean, it's going to have to take, I think Trump would have to get like three out of the four states overturned in order for him to win this thing. And that's just not going to happen. Even if he legitimately won those states. There's just no no way they're going to let it happen. I, I don't see anybody let allowing Trump to get uh, reelected again, especially when they have this good of like an excuse. You know, it, it's just the perfect storm. And this is the the shit show that this was. It was it was so predictable with the mail in ballots, but the, you know they want it this way. I, I really think they want these elections to be this chaotic. There's, I mean, just think of the way that we still vote. It's the way that we've been voting for like hundreds of years. Like you go up in person. And I remember there, I saw something, I forget which state it was, but like all these ballots were getting rejected maybe because they were using like a Sharpie or something like that to fill out these fucking ballots. Like what? It's fucking 2020. Why do we have to show up in person? Why do we have to mail shit in? Why isn't there an app or something on your phone? I mean, 80% of Americans have smartphones. We have, uh, we trust them with our banking information, you know, uh, PayPal, all, all sorts of that stuff. There's end-to-end encryption programs, you know, you can send like secret texts and everything. I mean, your phone has your fingerprint lock on it. So you could actually, you, you could be forced to give your fingerprint and then vote or a social security number or something. I mean, these ballots are complete bullshit. Right. I mean, you don't have to do anything. They're not even comparing your signature. You don't need a social security number for some places, a fingerprint or anything. And it's just absolutely ridiculous to think that there's no voter fraud going on. And and it could be on both sides. You know, who knows? Who knows? But it's just the um, I think there's a reason why the Democrats always push for no voter restrictions whatsoever. Like you don't have to show ID. You don't need a social security number. You don't have to have like a driver's license or anything like that. Now they try to make it out to be this racist thing. Like, um, but to me, that's like the, the most racist thing of all. It's like, oh, black people and Mexicans can't get their act together to get a fucking driver's license, right? It's just like, okay, in my opinion, if you can't get your act together to get a driver's license, you don't get to have a fucking say in who gets to rule over me for the rest of the year, for the next four years or whatever it is. I mean, this whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't even think the uh, the voting age as it is, is is adequate. I think we should raise that substantially. I mean, I, I remember the first time I voted, I was 18, and I was far more politically aware 
and uh, less influenced by the mainstream or like just the, you know, the 99% of what everybody else was doing. I could think for myself a little bit. And I had no business voting at 18. None whatsoever. You have almost no life experience. The, the voting age should be like 35. I don't care. I mean, especially with the kids today, they're, they're just getting younger and younger and more immature. I mean, now they're just growing up with their face in a screen until they're 18. They're in school till they're 26. They're on their parents' insurance until they're 26. I mean, they, they probably won't get their first job until their late 20s. They have no life experience whatsoever. They're not paying any taxes, nothing. I have, I'm fine with pushing the voting age back to 35. And to run for president, you should probably have to be like 50 <laughs> or, and, and Congress. and so, Like to have a 29-year-old bartender in Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez working in government is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that, that chick is as dumb as a box of rocks, has no idea what's going on, and yet she's going to be you know, making policy for the rest of my life. I'm going to have to listen to that airhead. And it, that is just, um, th- this whole system is absolutely ridiculous to me. I mean, not only will they refuse to make any improvements because they want they want to be able to manipulate this system. I mean, if we have some sort of end-to-end encryption thing where they, there's no way that somebody could, you know, uh, vote for you or vote in your place and you have to be alive to vote and things like that, well, how are they going to, you know, manipulate the, the election results in the favor of the candidate they want, right? So, I mean, th- they want this to be chaotic. They want to be able to control it. And that's why one of the reasons why you never see any improvements in the way this process goes. The other reason is they're just fucking incompetent government bureaucrats and they have no incentive to. Like, no matter how fucking ridiculous these elections get, we're still going to have them every year. You're still going to get hundreds of millions of people up in arms and, and passionate about this stuff and participating in this bullshit system. I mean, these mail in ballots. We're still not done counting them, and th- th- this is just inexcusable. Why, why aren't the mail-in ballots, why don't they have to be in by like October 20th or something like that to give them a couple weeks to get them counted and recounted, whatever you have to do? Why do they get till election day to send that shit in? I- I'm sorry, you don't, you don't know who you're going to vote for by October 20th? Fine, fine. Then you have to go in in person and do it in their antiquated, retarded system. I mean, the, the fact that you get to, up until Election Day, mail something in is just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You had plenty of time to figure out who you're going to vote for and mail that shit in. There's no reason why you can't have that stuff sent in weeks in advance. Let's take a quick second and thank our other dear, dear, dear sponsor of the show. You know him as Lorenzotti Coffee. Guys, if you like premium Italian coffee, but you hate Go into these corporate, poorly managed, poorly prepared coffee houses, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, things like that, especially now where you got to put on a mask on and stand in a socially distanced line. You're going to love Lorenzotti Coffee. They deliver premium Italian coffee and coffee brewing supplies right to your door. It's a small business that was started by two liberty-minded entrepreneurs who came together over their love of coffee and their desire to bring that small, independent coffee house feel 
back here across the pond to the United States. So what I want you to do is go to lorenzotti.coffee and use my promo code FICTION so they know I sent you, and they'll give you 10% off your order. Even if you're not a coffee drinker yourself, I'm sure you know someone who does, and these tins are beautiful. They'd make a great you know, portion of a gift basket or something like that if you wanted to send somebody that you care about a package. Go to lorenzotti.coffee, use promo code FICTION, and you'll get 10% off. All right, so, anyway, um, this, this whole thing. I mean, I love how fucking dysfunctional this is and how it's it's immediately turned off half the country. I mean, if Trump won, the every Democrat would just be fucking done with this. But now that it, it looks like Biden is going to steal this thing from Trump, and now every Republican on the face of the earth who already had uh, a healthy distrust of government and a healthy distrust of the corporate press and all these big tech firms, they're, they're completely done. I mean, th- this is over. There is no way that you can restore their faith in this system. And there's, there's something to be said for that. I, uh, that, always, that always warms the cockles of my heart. And then just the fact that, you know, it, what, what's not going to give anybody pause, and th- this is what really bothers me and why I harp on the idea of democracy so much, is that th- this system that we're all fighting over right now, and we're all paying attention to, we're glued to our fucking TVs, computer screens, we're checking, you know, constantly to see who's going to rule over us for the next four years, it's it's going to be determined by like a couple thousand people in Georgia or or Pennsylvania or something like that. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. Democracy is such in that oh god that saying where it's like oh democracy is the worst form of government except for all the rest. I, I don't even know about that. I don't even know about that. But yeah, they all suck. So let's just not have it. Let's just not have it. Not have the government. But the idea that you know, 50.5% get to rule over the 49.5%. I mean, this is, and, you know, we, we have to wait to see if, if like, they, they do a recount in Wisconsin and it turn you know, 20,000 people get to determine, uh, you know, how, like, 100 million Americans are going to have to live their lives and who's going to get to control them for the next four years. And this is, this is it. This is the best we can come up with. And this is not even that. This is what we're clinging to, like grim death. This is like the, the holy sacrament of the religion of the state. You can't question it. It's got to be held in the highest regard. Really? This is, this is how you want to do it, right? With incompetent fucking corrupt bureaucrats and uh, just count, counting pieces of paper right, to determine... Who gets to rule over you? I I can't imagine a dumber fucking idea. Unbelievable. But anyway, um, if Biden does uh, maintain these leads that he's got now and nothing gets overturned for Trump, I mean, they'll probably overturn like one or two maybe of the states just to make it look somewhat legitimate. But in the end, I think this is going to go to Biden and... (laughs) you know, the soul of the nation will be restored. <laughs> okay, give me a fucking break, dude. This nation is broken. It is over. And by the way, what soul of the nation are we talking about? Is it the riots and the looting or the lockdowns and the mask mandates? I mean, what is the soul of the nation according to Joe Biden? This is all just fucking nonsense. But 
the idea that things are going to get peaceful in America now and we're just all going to get together and sing Kumbaya. No, 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 no. Th- those days are over. Okay, and honestly, I think it might go back to the days of Barack Obama. And I remember when he first got elected and everyone was talking, oh, this is so great. We elected the first black president and like this is going to do wonders for race relations and everything like that. And I remember thinking to myself, no, no, it's not. There's way too many people that are emotionally invested and have their entire lives wrapped up in peddling race racism and, and things like that that this this was just going to turn things into hyperdrive like they're going to go to to the nth degree with the with the everyone's a racist white supremacist nonsense and that's exactly what happened i mean the country got so much more divided under barack obama simply because uh race relations took took a downturn and he was he was a very divisive president i mean yeah he he could give great speeches and everything like that but after he got elected like he would say some pretty uh divisive things and, and turn off a lot of people and then yeah the, the the ones who who should have viewed this as oh look like um overwhelmingly the the country is not racist they voted for this black guy and everybody was really happy to have a a black president or whatever no 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 that that's like shattering their fucking identity and their worldview and the, and they don't want to hear it so then they have to go get hypersensitive about everything and then there's microaggressions and then it's like transgender and all this other stuff that they go crazy with and i think it's just going to get keep getting worse from there i mean culminating in the the donald trump thing i mean he just really broke them <laughs> like and and now the fact that everybody that um voted for trump they they're going to feel like this election was stolen from them and there's uh there's at least some anecdotal evidence that 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 is the case right we have irreconcilable differences at this point there's just there is no way that people in flyover country can relate to people on the coasts they have different values they have different lifestyles they have different belief systems different religious everything they're they're completely different people and there's no way that they can really coexist peacefully and nor should they have to like i don't know why we want to force everybody into this thing just let everybody live the way they want to live seems like a much better idea i mean the idea that democracy is this civilized fucking thing where it's like one percent of the population gets to force the other 99 percent to live the way the life that they think they have to live the lifestyle they need to live the the belief system they need to live i mean how is how is that civilized how is that how is that the goal i i mean Instead of just letting people live the, their lives the way they see fit, as long as they're not infringing on the, the rights and the, the lives of others, not aggressing against others, I mean, how, how could that be better? How could having 1% of the population ruling, not only ruling, but deciding, deciding who rules and then ruling over the, the rest of the country, how could that be beneficial? But really, like I, like I always say, nobody cares about democracy in reality, they just pay lip service to it. There's not like one Democratic voter that, let, let's say that it turns out that there was blatant and inexcusable voter fraud and just uh, hundreds of thousands of votes 
completely made up, fake for Biden, and that's the reason he won the election. You think they're going to give a shit? Absolutely not. They're not going to care. As long as their guy gets in, as long as they regain power, that's all they care about. It's not going to be like, oh, well, our democracy, the, the, the sanctity of our democracy here is, is being threatened. We, we better put Trump back in office. No, 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 no. Nobody cares about democracy. Nobody. And the, the, same, the same would hold true for Republicans, right? If it turns out that all of these, all of these states that went for... Um, Trump, they just completely made up all the fucking ballots or something like that. They wouldn't be like, oh, well, we better give it to Biden then because our democracy. No, no, nobody really cares about that. It's it's always just that the as long as they get the outcome they want, that's all that matters. The ends justify the means. But could you imagine if you were watching this election process play out in another country like uh, China or Russia or you know Cuba or something like that Venezuela if you were watching this process come out and like all of a sudden Fidel Castro comes up with like an extra couple hundred thousand votes for himself at four o'clock in the morning would you honestly fucking believe that those are legitimate votes I, I mean come on think about it think think about what what it looks like I know it's it's harder to see it when it's your own country that does it because there's just endless amounts of propaganda just bombarding you all the time. And it's like, that's why like when we trust, I, I trust the, the CIA and the FBI and it's like, oh, okay, but that's like having the fucking uh, Hitler's secret police, like saying that you trust the fucking, uh, the brown shirts or something like that. You know what I mean? It's easier to see the political corruption when it's another country. It's so much harder to see it when it's your own country. And, you know, even one of my, uh, one of my buddies was, we're, we're, we have like a texting group going on during these elections and everything. He's just like, well, you know, I just love the country and I don't like, uh, when people shit on it or whatever. And he, you know, he's trying to defend the election process and say that there is no, no uh, fraud going on or anything like that. And you know, maybe he's right, but people have such a hard time separating America, the country, from the government. And I just, I texted back. I was like, I, I love America too. I love the country. I hate the fucking government. And there's a big difference. And that's another one of the fucking problems with democracy is it makes it feel like the government is like part of the people and we're all in this thing to get. No, 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 no. You have you have the American people and then you have the fucking government. And there is a big difference between the two. And it's just like when we say like China, 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 there's a big difference between the Chinese people and the Chinese government. They're not the same. Uh, These Chinese people are fucking under the iron fist of, of the Chinese government and to, to just lump them all together as if like some of those Chinese people have a say in what their government does is absolutely ridiculous. It's like you you being blamed for us bombing the bejesus out of the Middle East. Like you didn't have a say in that. Not really. I mean, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And that's the government. That's not the American people. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was a uh, I never know what I'm going to talk about when I when I get going on these sort of stream of consciousness rants, but um, I really wish that what would have happened um, if Donald Trump was going to lose, that he won the popular vote. That would have just been 
amazing to me. I would love to watch just every Democrat's head explode. And I mean, part of me wanted Donald Trump to win just for that pure, old-fashioned schadenfreude effect where I just get to watch people melt down and laugh at them because... (laughs) It just would have been absolutely hilarious having to watch the media deal with that. Could you imagine if he had won the popular vote and and lost the the electoral vote, and then you get all these calls again to uh, from Republicans this time of getting rid of the electoral college or something like that, and then you have Democrats who just fucking literally pissed themselves for four years talking about how we need to get rid of the electoral college and just have a pure democracy. Oh God, it would have just been the the greatest political theater for me. But yeah, I mean, just so you guys know, the Electoral College is not going anywhere. I don't nor do I think it should. Not that it's um that much better than a, a pure democracy, but it at least gives some of these smaller states a say in what happens to them. And the reason I say it's not going anywhere is because, well, at least in theory, you would have to amend the Constitution to get that done. And there's just no way you're going to get the smaller states to go along with that, <laughs> like to amend the Constitution to essentially nullify their say in who becomes president. So that that's just never going to happen. Not that they'd actually have to follow the Constitution, but if they violate the Constitution to that extent, then I think you'd really see some states just completely seceding from the Union, which would, again, be a, be a great thing to see. And, and that's exactly what needs to happen here. The other thing that I'm going to really thoroughly enjoy the media deal with is the fact that Donald Trump did better with minority voters than any Republican candidate since 1960. And I know a bunch of people have brought this up and talked about it. I, I just find that hilariously satisfying. I'm sure they'll ignore it. You'll never hear anybody fucking bring that up on CNN. But it happened. It happened that, you know, literally Hitler, white supremacist, wouldn't wouldn't denounce racism and David Duke and everything like that. Uh, got got more black and brown people to vote for him than uh, any Republican president since 1960. Uh, OK, ha- have fun, uh, you know, square in that circle or whatever. But we still don't, I guess, officially know that this is this is over for Trump. I mean, it's looking pretty bleak at this point. The next couple of weeks and months, I think, are going to be very interesting. I mean, this is going to go, this is going to get challenged in, in courts and everything like that. What I'm really looking forward to is the final. I think Donald Trump needs to act as if these uh, these last uh, this last month and a half or so is his last month and a half in office, and just go fucking full blown Trump, do whatever the fuck he wants to do. I mean, if you thought he was uh, going off the walls when he had a chance of getting reelected before. I mean, now he just, he's not going to give a flying fuck what happens. And that is going to be very entertaining to see. Um, Hopefully he'll get, he'll get some good stuff done in government. I I mean, I'd love to see him just eliminate entire departments, just, just start axing things. I mean, he's probably not going to, maybe you'll at least get some, some more deregulation, some other, um, you know, he'll uh, pardon some people or whatever, but uh, let, let, let's see what he can really get done, especially now that we're just going to let presidents do executive orders whenever the fuck they want, um, regardless of the constitutional authority that they have to do it. it. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with, with him over the next couple of months. 
And, uh, and then what, what happens with the transition of power? I mean, the, the political theater that is coming our way is going to be something like we, we've never seen before. And I'm really going to, to enjoy that. But even if, Donald, let's say, Donald Trump loses, the, the best thing is that he's not going anywhere. Like, he's still going to be on Twitter, which is, like, the, the best thing about Donald Trump anyway are his tweets, right? And he is going, I mean, he's the ultimate Twitter troll. He's going to be relentlessly fucking ripping on Joe Biden, just, like, constantly undermining the, the presidency and everything like that. It's not going to be like George Bush where he just like fucking walks away. You never hear from him again. No, no, you're going to hear from Donald Trump until the day he dies. He is going to be all over the place. He's probably going to set up his own fucking media company, make another, make billions of other dollars and just uh, take, take on all the fake news and everything like that. It's going to be a, a fantastic time, even if he, he doesn't, doesn't win yeah and then getting to watch the the media try to pretend that joe biden isn't a fucking senile old man i mean i wonder it's going to be great to see how quickly they turn on his his mental faculties because oh no there's nothing wrong with him he's fine blah blah blah. okay now that he gets in there how long before they're just like okay yep yeah no he's got dementia we need we need to go with kamala harris and of course that's going to be fucking terrifying Kamala Harris is a fucking sociopath. She is one of the most despicable people on the face of the earth. I can't imagine um, what government is going to look like under her, especially with the all the authority we've given them to just control every aspect of our lives now. And I talked about this a little bit on... Oh, yeah, I did. So I did the um, Death to Tyrants podcast. We recorded on Wednesday night. So we we even had less election results to really talk about then. And for most of you guys, a lot of, you know, the first half of it was just kind of um, talking about me and, and the podcast or whatever. So it might be stuff that you've already heard. The The second half, we, we talked a little bit about um, the election and different scenarios and things like that. So I don't know, maybe you want to skip ahead to the, the second half if you uh, don't really care about my backstory or anything like that. But one of the things I, I think I talked about on there was the idea that so many people are, are becoming interested in politics now because it's starting to affect their daily lives. Like there's a lot of people that just tune this stuff out and it always amazed me. Like how could you not care about, about, about this? Like these are the people that, that rule over us kind of thing. But there is a way around it, right? In, in, in some regard, that's a, a good way to approach it. Like no matter what these fucking psychopaths in Washington do, I'm going to find a way to, to just overcome it. You know, okay, they'll raise my taxes a little bit. I'll make more money kind of thing. But now with this COVID thing, they can determine whether or not you leave your house. Okay. They can determine what you have to wear when you leave your house, what, what businesses can open, what businesses can't. I mean, this is like life and death stuff. This is daily, 100% on a daily basis. They are up our ass now. And now more and more people are, are getting engaged in this. And I, you know, I used to talk about how there was no difference between Republicans and Democrats. And even I used to tell people, like, um, this was years ago, but, you know, I could lock you in a closet the day before election night and not let you out for six months 
if let's say the election was between a Mitt Romney and a Barack Obama and let you out of the closet and six months later you would have no idea if you just walked around town or whatever or lived for like a week or two you would have no idea who won the election that those days are gone right there there is a big difference between the way a Kamala Harris or a Joe Biden is going to govern and a Donald Trump and i think that's why why so many people are are up in arms about this election in particular and it's another lesson it's another reason why we should not have such a big government if any government at all i mean okay let's go let's see how small we can get this thing because when they control every aspect of your lives you're completely dependent on the whims of of someone like kamala harris that should scare or donald trump i mean that should scare the bejesus out of you that should keep you up at night and that's where we are today they with the stroke of a pen Sometimes they don't even have to stroke a pen. They can just get on TV and, and say it into a microphone and they'll have some authority to carry out their orders. That should scare everybody half to death. And that is where we are today. And it really should give everybody pause to, to think what we're trying to do here. What, what's the goal? All right. Because to me, democracy should never be the goal. Okay. I don't care. If everybody has a say in, if everybody gets a vote to see who who gets to run the government, okay, that's not the goal. The goal should be good government, and yes, that is an oxymoron. I mean, the government, the best government is that which governs least, right? So I don't care how many people have to have their say, their retarded ideas suppressed in order to get the best form of government, which would be the smallest form of government. I'm fine with that. Liberty should be the goal, not democracy, not any of this other shit they talk about. Liberty, personal liberty, your freedom, your liberty to do what you want, to live your life the way you see fit. That should be the goal. And whatever we have to do to get that form of government I'm fine with it. That means I can't vote, so be it. My vote would never count anyway, not in a million years. And this idea that I get representation in this government is complete and utter bullshit. It's a fantasy. Most of us don't get representation in this government. It's one of those words that government takes and perverts the meaning of. Nobody's being represented here except the fucking lobbyists in D.C. Anyway, liberty should be the goal. Make sure you put yourself in a position where you can be fairly mobile. That, that's another thing. Like You need to be able to pick up and, and leave at the drop of a dime. Things could get pretty bad around, uh, around the United States pretty quickly. Like Who knows what they're going to do with all this COVID vaccination stuff. They can make it so you can't leave the country unless you get vaccinated and things like that. So you, you want to put yourself in a position where you can pick up and leave and not lose any income or anything like that. Have, have some sort of plan that you're putting into motion, and hopefully it's not too late, to, um, to make sure that you're not going to get trapped or bogged down in, in some really brutal authoritarian state because, man, that is, uh, that is certainly where we are today. And now that, um, I mean, we'll have to see what happens with the Senate. I mean, the, the best case scenario would have probably been for, for Joe Biden to win the presidency and the Republicans to hold the Senate. I mean, now that the, the Senate is, is up for grabs, I mean, if they don't win these two runoffs and let's say there's no majority in the Senate or I don't even know if it's possible if the, the Democrats could 
take the Senate? I don't think they can, but certainly there won't be a, a majority for Republicans to to stop anything that the the Democrats want to do. And, and that could be really scary. I mean, think about what they've talked about doing that we already know, right? They're going to stack the Supreme Court, all of their radical legislation that they want to ram through. They could do that. Now, I mean, at least maybe the Supreme Court will be a stop on new new things like the the Green New Deal or something like that. But not having gridlock in Washington is is bad. We we don't want Washington doing anything else. Believe me, they're doing plenty. And the one saving grace from this election that Republicans had up until yesterday was, well, at least we kept the Senate. And we can, you know, we can um, pretend that we're Republicans again and we're fiscally responsible and all that crap that goes out the window when they have control of the reins. But being able to stop whatever fucking craziness the the Democrats are going to come up with, that hangs in the balance now in Georgia. Again, what a great system. There's there's uh, two senators that that determine whether or not um, whether or not God knows what is going to happen under a, a Joe Biden presidency. But yeah, that all that all hangs in the balance. And the, uh, thanks to, you know, Georgia voters or whatever, a couple thousand Georgia voters are going to get to decide that for us as well. Uh, what a what a wonderful system we've carved out here for ourselves. Anyway, I, I think that's all I have to say on, on the topic, at least for now. Um, some pretty interesting developments. It's going to be fun to watch regardless, but um, some pretty some pretty aggravating and scary stuff I think coming down the pike for um, for, for most Americans here. It, it looks like your taxes are going to go up. <laughs> yeah, they'd go up either way, but uh, if you have like a, a small business or investments or anything like that, Joe Biden's tax plan is going to hammer you. You are going to be paying 60 plus percent in taxes easily. Donald Trump would give you tax cuts now, but then he'd be spending trillions and trillions of dollars every year, which is just, remember, the spending is the real tax. So it's just a down payment on a future tax increase eventually. I'd rather put those off into the, the future so that hopefully I can get to a place where I can avoid them. But yeah, I don't know. Um, that concludes, those are my thoughts on this, this whole election craziness, this disastrous system that we have. Uh, the system of government, the whole election system. I mean, all of these elections are fraud. I don't. We shouldn't trust any of them. Let this one in particular, but all of them. Th- this whole thing is a sham. It's all illegitimate, and um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So, uh, do me a favor, guys. If you like today's show, give me a five star rating on iTunes. Share the show with a couple of people that you think might enjoy it. Follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. Don't forget to join our private Facebook group. Uh, We'll be doing a live stream at 7 p.m. Central Time tonight. And if you want to become a supporting listener of the show, you can do that by going to PedalingFictionPodcast.com. And if you guys can do all that for me, I will be back on Monday, most likely, with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.